Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to campus here at Trade Show University, the podcast for virtual and live events to help you get the best results, just wildly amazing results at your upcoming events. I'm Jim Cermak, your host. This is going to be an amazing day for you because you turned it, tuned in on the right day as I have on just a, such a spectacular guest, Takara Charisma from Charisma Marketing is really going to be talking about a topic that we have not really touched on, and that is how to use your website and use your website to convert your leads into customers from your trade shows and events. Really, really strong topic and excited to dive into that. And if you like this kind of topic, these kind of episodes, and the episodes that we've had in the past, you've gotten value from them I'd like to ask you to help support my work that to continue to bring great value and great guests to you every single week, and that is through a unique way called Buy Me a Coffee, which basically is like you buying me a coffee, the money you would have spent on a cup of coffee to be able to support the Trade Show University podcast, and it's an easy way to do it. Just go over to buymeacoffee.com slash tradeshowu. That's buymeacoffee.com dot com slash trade show the letter u you can not only make a donation but you can leave me a personal message so inspiring to me and it will help to continue to bring great great value to you as you continue to prepare for your live events your virtual events your hybrid events all these things that are coming up in your world so now let's go and dive into our interview with takara Welcome back, everybody. I'm really, really excited today. And I say that every time, but I'm really excited today to, <laughs> to have on a, an amazing guest to talk about something that can really move the needle with our, with our trade shows, with the, with the results, and with your business overall. And I'm really excited to have on today Takara Charisma. Takara is a digital marketing consultant and a business growth strategist to some of the world's top e-commerce brands. She is the CEO of Charisma Marketing, Hawaii's top full-service digital marketing agency dedicated to growing elite e-commerce brands online. Her out-of-the-box approach to digital marketing expertise in the online business growth space is why I really wanted her to join us today. Takara, welcome to Trade Show University. Say hello to all the event and marketing profs out there. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Jim. I'm excited to talk with you today. Oh, I am too. I am too, because this is something when really think about what you do in the whole digital space and when we think about trade shows, especially in a lot of industries that have been around for a long time, they've been, they're, they're, they're truly the epitome of old school, 
you know, they and, and so when we we go to these shows and we we do a fantastic job of having a great booth and all that, and then we go to we have we get our leads and we go to do the follow up, and it's all old school. It's it's dialing for dollars and everything. You talk a lot about web, you know, conversion, conversion, con- yeah, conversions on your website and, and making those, making your website even more effective for those conversions and optimizing everything. This is a new topic for a lot of businesses out there when they're thinking about trade shows. So tell us, you know, how can we be using our websites better for more follow-up and why should we? Why should we consider that? Yeah, that, that is such a great question. And I love how you touched on how we kind of do things a little bit old school sometimes with these trade shows. And you're right. When So I'll give you an example. I almost never carry a business card. Now, I know a lot of people who go to trade shows <laughs> may tell me I'm making the biggest mistake, but I tend to throw away business cards. They're old school, they're paper. I have all my contacts in my phone. I go right to, you know, websites. So everyone is digital these days. That's why a lot of times things like digital marketing and advertising can actually take you so much further than the old school classic newspapers or radios or print magazine advertising. So we have to think that way when it comes to trade shows. Everyone is digital. So if we want to truly get them back to our website and then or get them into a sales call, whatever that process looks like, we need to make sure that they get access to that information right away. So sometimes there's a few different ways to do this, but when you are attending a trade show, a lot of the times you'll get access to the email list of attendees. So if I were attending my trade show and I had a marketing team, I would probably import those into a platform like Facebook or Google, right? And start geo-targeting or remarketing to them online to a very specific landing page on my website for that specific event and give them access to whether you're gonna have speakers at your booth or prizes or giveaways. And the other thing I would be doing is again, while I'm at that trade show, I would be geo-targeting, which we've done for clients before, geo-targeting the convention center to get them onto the landing page for your website about your booth at the trade show, which again, you can do with advertising. So if I wanted to get them on my website, it would be a very specific landing page, calling them out, giving them a very specific offer that you're discussing with them at the trade show in order to take them into that next step with your business. And I can talk about some other things you can do on your website and your landing page to help that conversion go just a little bit further. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why don't you just keep, just keep going and, and talk about, <laughs> talk about that. So we're, we're talking about a very specific landing page. So you don't want just a generic page. You want to talk about something that, is, so it relates back to the show that the people are already at. So they know, oh, this is specific to why I'm here at this convention center or at this digital or hybrid event, why I'm here right now. And so take, take us through what that would look like or, or some things that we should be considering. Yeah. And, you know, some ways to even do this, let's say you don't get the email list of the attendees will gamify getting their email. So when they come to your booth, be 2021, be 
post, you know, COVID, get yourself a QR code. I mean, everyone's using QR codes. Maybe in 2019, no one really knew what they were, but everyone knows what they are because every restaurant we go to now uses a QR code, right? So, and QR codes you can get for free for your brand and there's other ways to get them, but have them have fun, scan your QR code to enter themselves into, let's say a contest. Once they enter, you take them right to that landing page, right? On your website. So you're, you're pixeling them at that point. So you can remarket to them. You have their email now. And then on that actual landing page, what you want to have is some sort of limited time offer that you discuss perhaps or promote during the uh, event itself. So let's say you run that offer for even the month after, right? And you make sure that that landing page has several things on it. One is a easy to find and clickable phone number so they can easily call your sales team. And the other thing, as most of I know your listeners know, is a live messenger chat of some sort so that they can get live support because usually when we're talking b2b these are high ticket sales right it's 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 products that are costing a lot of money or you have huge po's and no one's going to convert without talking to someone directly on the phone or on a zoom call and that is going to be the natch ne- the next natural step in your quote unquote sales funnel so you need to do everything you can to get them on a phone call with you or to fill out an application or to talk to your chat live or to offer a demo right those are the kinds of goals that we would want to have with these types of landing pages that's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. It's giving people a lot to think about. And let's go back a, a step. You talked about geotargeting at the show. So tell us, for anyone who's not familiar with geotargeting, if you could give us an idea of what is that, exactly that is and how do we use it while we're there at the show? Yeah, it's great. We've actually done it uh, for a client of ours who was uh, did have a booth for a large conference. And what we did, and you can do it with pretty much any ad platform, is where you put together a radius or you can put longitude, latitude, you can literally geotarget. So you set your parameters of where you want your ad to run. And you can do it on, let's say, Google, or let's use Facebook as well as our option. And now, are we going to get people who might not be at the conference because they're walking on the street? Yeah, we will. But so be it. Because what we want to really do is is get the people who are in that conference. So we might set it to, if let's say we're using mileage, we might say one single mile, you know, radius, or we can even get more specific than that. Let's say we do that and then we call out the conference. So I'll just use an example of a conference I know, social media marketing world. So what I would say, the first line in that ad would be, hey, social media marketing world attendees, come visit our booth for a chance to win X, Y, and Z and sign up for X, Y, and Z. Or we have a future that if you have a speaker at your booth that's really well known, we're going to be doing a live training here. Whatever is really fun because we're trying to have an experience at our booth and, and make sure that people come and listen to us or, or stop by. We want to call that out. And then we also, for the actual ad itself, want to use an image that they recognize. So the type of image we would use is actually probably one of the promotional images that the event used that they already recognized because they already saw in all the emails and the content and the marketing from the sponsored events. So these are the kinds of strategies that we use. And then once they engage with us again, remember, we can remarket to them and then we can send them to that specific landing page right then and there that we want to try to get them to anyway. So I'd be using those types of strategies and I'd be using an ad 
optimization that allows for the biggest reach in the shortest amount of time, meaning I just set a reach rule on that, you know, or just make sure anyone that's within a one mile radius over these dates sees this ad. Wow. Okay. Uh, really getting, uh, expanding the horizons here, <laughs> but being able to do something right there at the show. I mean, this is something that uh, we were not able to do many years ago, but this is, uh, and I love the idea of that because people are on their phones, they're on Facebook and all of a sudden it's hitting them in the face, you know, visit booth 310 and, and sign up for this drawing or, or see this demo or whatever it is that you're trying to do. That's a fantastic way to get people there. And then of course, sending them to your, your, a pre-designed landing page that is specific to them and and their needs with that phone number, the live chat, getting them into that conversation, getting them into your funnel so that you can convert at an even higher rate. It's just so many so many great uh, great ideas right now. So what are some of your you know top tips for increasing website conversions? Okay, we've got them to the got them to the site. We got them on our, our special page. Now what? Obviously, that's not the that's not the end game. You want to keep them going. So, what what are some tips for uh, increasing that conversion rate? Yes, and, and great question. I also want to plant one more idea for getting someone to convert at this actual event themselves. Is if you offer a type of product where you can give them a free demo and offer that demo to them, where they sign up right then and there at your booth, and you give them a I didn't mean free demo, a free membership, a free subscription, you know, that type of thing. If you have a tier that allows for that, or if you can offer them that, that's another great way to get them into your ecosystem. Now they're into your product, they're using it, they're on your email list, it's sign up right then and there, it's just such a great strategy as well. And then in, in order to convert people, let's actually take it back and say, what if they've never found your website? What if they don't have any of that information? How do we make sure that they find your website in the first place? And what we wanna make sure that our website has is proper URL structure. And this is a big mistake that I see a lot of business owners making actually, because we build our websites and usually we're wearing all of our hats in our business when we first start, all of us are, you know? And so we aren't the expert in every area. We're just doing the best we can. And so when we usually get into our clients' websites, the first thing we notice, the biggest mistake we notice is they don't have proper keywords set up or URL structure, or let's say product or service names. So I'll give you an example. I had a consultation with a CPR client. So they very well could be attending events in this whole space of uh, paramedics, firefighters, policemen, you know, health providers, healthcare providers, and they were a locally based service um, that offers CPR training. And what we did is we went through what's called a site map. How are we going to structure our URLs and our user experience on our website to increase conversions, to make sure people are finding us on their organic Google search and then converting once they get there. So we learned in that process that some of their URL structures were not what people were searching on Google, for example. They weren't the right keywords. So it required some keyword research to really tune in on what do we need this title of this page to be? So what's appropriate for the people attending your conference? What are you selling? Make sure that the name of that page on your website is exactly what they're typing into Google and make sure your URL also reflects that. So that's just a quick and easy, super quick and easy cleanup you can do. Of course, you want to set up 
your redirects. If you're changing your links, you don't want to get these 404 page errors um, while you're doing this, but this is something that is so easy. There's so many tools online for, let's say, keyword research. There's SEMrush, there's Ahrefs, there's Moz, there's Ubersuggest by Neil Patel. There's a tons of free ones. There's keywords everywhere. So you can kind of look at this and see what you're able to do. And this will help people at least organically find you. And the other thing is I know a lot of attendees for trade shows use Google My Business or rely on a lot of Google reviews or Yelp reviews. Well, those are golden. Those are actually golden. And in fact, if you're a service-based business, a lot of the times your strategies are more like SEO and Google ads. Honestly, you don't really have to worry so much about social because when someone needs, let's say a service or you're a B2B and you tend to go to a lot of B2B conventions, when you think about the way people find you, most of the time they're searching in Google to try to find your service. And a lot of the times they're looking locally. So you wanna make sure that you definitely have Google My Business set up. This is an SEO strategy and that you're updating it regularly. So there are some ways that you can update it with posts. So you can do a post of your team. You can do a post of your office building. You can do a post of, let's say you provide marketing services like me. I can do a post of how we are a Clavio Gold Master Partner and put the badge up there and then write a quick reason why, um, or we can even say we just became a Clavio Gold Master Partner and then guess what? I can link to that service page in my Google My Business post and it's constantly staying relevant. I would request reviews from people who use my service. And there's a really special strategy that we've just kind of started implementing called uh, geotagging your images, which if you are an SEO expert or work with one or you're listening to the show, you'll probably know this strategy, but you can absolutely use some tools to geotarget any photos that you upload to your business online or your Google My Business. And when people are searching locally for your business, it definitely helps with your SEO and, and to kind of get up in those rankings. So much to consider, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously the digital part of it is you need to have the structure set up right. You need to have the proper URL structure and you need to have those SEO keywords. And if you're a service-based business, you're a someone that really draws locally, consider the Google My Business. And that, that's probably good for just about any business though, you know, because, Google is the ultimate search engine. SEO was built for Google, and now Google My Business is another tool for Google that really adds a lot of uh, a lot of more depth and potential for your business and, and drawing people to your website. So let's let's keep diving into the conversion, the conversion yeah. rate. So getting people to your to your site, and are, is there? How, how do we know what is a good conversion rate? Is there any, are there any benchmarks uh, that people should be considering? Yeah, you know, for e-commerce, it's different than for B2B, right? Because some things are measurable online. When you have e-commerce, you physically have a checkout, right? And you physically make a purchase. So this is all tracked very easily, whether you're using Shopify or BigCommerce or WooCommerce or you know, Google Analytics, this is very easily tracked. For e-commerce, if you're not running ads, I'd love to see you converting at least at a 3% conversion rate. That means for every 100 site visitors, you're converting three of them into purchasers. If you're running a robust ad um, budget, then we could say, okay, that could get down as low as one and a half percent, but conversion rate is everything. So the higher your conversion rate, the more money you'll make. It's actually one of the most important things you can do for your business to increase your revenue that has 
a huge return on it as well as email marketing. Those are the top returns um, of the marketing strategies you can use. So that's that. Now, when it comes to service-based businesses, it's different. And the best way for you to convert is to offer what we call a lead magnet in our industry. So something of value. So let's say realtors, they would use a marketing report for your community, right? Sign up for your free marketing report or your free house report, and that would get delivered to your inbox. And, and in fact, they all do it on automation, right? Right. Um, or if you were selling some sort of can't like, I don't know, Instagram marketing strategies, maybe you have a free 100 Canva templates for your Instagram, you know, uh, feed and that's a lead magnet. Right. So whatever it is that you offer, think about who are your customers or who are attending this trade show, because you can put this lead magnet directly on the landing page. What is their biggest pain point, point that you can easily solve? What are they coming to you for? Because it's okay to give away free stuff. In fact, it builds the no like, and trust factor, which is part of our sales funnel, which is part of our SEO strategy and so much more. So if we can offer something of value, I ha we uh, had a, uh, we were talking to someone who does turf, like grass, turf. Okay. Well, their, their lead magnet on their website and they're a, you know, eight, figure business, e-figure business, right? And okay. so they offered a free turf sample. So you could choose what turfs if you wanted to turf wow. and they would mail it to you for free and they would get all your information. And that form alone converted, I think 25% of their website visitors. And then once they got those people on the phone and in their email ecosystem, they were converting quite high from there. I forget their exact conversion rate, but it's so much easier to convert someone once you give them something they want in advance. So for high ticket sales, it's, it's gonna be definitely different. I would love to see you offering a lead magnet to at least get them in your ecosystem on that landing page. I'd love to see your lead magnet converting at least 20% if it's geared towards that, if that page is really kind of geared towards that that your lead, your uh, conversion rate can be much higher. If you were doing something like a giveaway, like we talked about, do a giveaway for an event that can convert at 70%, but the quality of those leads might be lower than someone who's actually physically sure, sure. opting in for what you're selling, right? So everything has a balance to it. The best way you can structure your website and these lead magnets is an SEO is writing your blogs and you're doing keyword research on your blogs because we don't write blogs about what we're passionate about and what's fun. I wish we could, but we do our keyword research. We don't waste our time. We see what people are asking and what content they want and what questions they want answered around our industry and what we sell. And then we create content for that. Well, on your blog, have these lead magnets right there, right? Have them pop up. Have a pop-up on your website with your best-selling lead magnet or the content of your best blog or look at your, your page or your service with the highest uh, volume of traffic, make a lead magnet towards that, right? You know that most people are interested in this specific thing, like an industry report, right? So that's how we would start getting people in. And in the way that you drive traffic, you may want to have a singular goal for each page of your website. So if you were to do cars, for example, you may want each page to be structured differently. Maybe it's the SUV, maybe it's the you know hatchback, maybe it's the truck, you know, whatever that looks like. So the different styles of vehicles they're looking at, and very specifically, that goal is on that page, which would also help with conversion rates. So keeping it very singular structured with keywords and goals per each page. So keeping things focused is really, really critical. And I love the idea of the, the lead magnet that is just so, so powerful for any business. 
You want to understand your your customer, understand the the attendees that are coming to your event and their pain points. What are they? What are the biggest pain points for them? And also, what is the biggest trend right now? What is happening in the world that you're going to not only be able to attract more of the, the attendees, but also more internet traffic because it's a trending topic. And how can you best uh, tell people or best sell your your services and get them into your website and get them into that that funnel so they can convert at a higher rate because you're speaking their language you're speaking to what is really really important to the audience just some amazing stuff here that, that you're talking about uh, and so if you don't have a, a lead magnet please please <laughs> consider doing that there there are so many great options for any business and don't think well I, I've you know I, I've got this big uh, I've got this big manufacturing company we have high ticket the really you know six figure plus deals that that we have machinery uh, what would we give away you know we're not going to give away a sample we're not going to be creative and talk about the pain points. Talk about what, what you're going to be solving through your equipment and how talk about innovation, talking about how you're taking advantage of trends. So many ideas, there's so many ways to do it. Be creative. Don't just give up because it seems too hard. Get mm-hmm. creative and and do things a little bit differently. Yes. So- and yeah, definitely. And you can search the questions around what you sell and cater your lead magnet to that. And I love that you brought up trends. Google Trends is a great search tool for what's trending. If you sell, we have a swimwear client, if you sell swimwear, bikinis, and you'll notice certain styles will trend. So if Lady Gaga was just in an orange bikini, a neon orange bikini, everyone's buying neon orange bikinis now, right? (laughs) So now you can guide your client on even what products or you, your own business, what products might be trending right now? What should we do? And I apologize for interrupting. I was going to mention no. a thing that I didn't mention is usually when we attend uh, these trade shows, we're looking at buyers, wholesale orders, POs, if we're a product-based business, definitely make sure that you have a wholesale page on your on your footer of your website to make sure that they have all the information they need for wholesale with a direct phone number, again, chat, email contact form so that they can easily find out more about your wholesale program. Wow. So everyone who's listening, you know, Takara knows her stuff. <laughs> she is bringing up so many, so many great topics that you need to be considering, not just for you, for your website, but also for your, your digital presence throughout, uh, throughout the, the universe, <laughs> throughout the digital universe, as I stumble over my words. But uh, Takara, thank you so much for sharing all that. And I know there's a lot of, a lot of website you know, tips that you have can you pick one or two more that, that you could share with people before we start to, to wrap up uh, that are going to be really effective for their conversion rates? Absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, pull off a few very quick, okay? Yeah. Um, and it depends on what type of business you are. So take this as you will, depending on if you're product-based or service-based, because both of those attend events. One is free shipping. Consider it. If you are a product-based business, we live in the world of free shipping, Amazon two-day prime shipping, and the number one reason for shopping cart abandonment is uh, is the shipping costs. So consider that. Number two, don't require them to create an account in order to check out with your website. Make sure that they can just easily check out. Number three, use professional photography. I know this sounds 
somewhat impossible, but iPhones and cell phones take great photos that can get retouched by a team in worst case scenario if you can't afford it. But it is everything to have professional photography or videography, whether you're, regardless of what you're selling, we won't take a website seriously if we don't see professional photos. Number four, have a search bar on your website. People who use search are about 12x times more likely to convert. You want to make sure that they're definitely uh, able to search very easily. Make sure that your navigation, number five, make sure your navigation bar is only conversion buttons. So we don't necessarily need the blog button up there, for example. You can put that in your footer. We want buttons that show that are very high conversion buttons. Um, and then a few other tips, get something like Hotjar on your site, kind of learn where people are scrolling down to, have the most uh, uh, high converting products or services very high up on your site, work with a developer. I would keep a developer on retainer so that you can continuously update and optimize your website, have your hero images at the top reflect the uh, holiday and then your sections right below the top converting products. And then finally, I definitely suggest Googling top 10 e-commerce websites or top 10 uh, highest volume traffic websites in the US. Look at their structure. They all have the same structure and follow it. There's many things I could go in there, but I will let you do it and do your homework <laughs> and Google those and you'll notice they all follow very similar patterns in the way that they're structured. So I'm sure everyone right now is probably hitting that rewind button to try <laughs> get, go back in a couple minutes and take notes. That was just gold. So two couple minutes of rapid fire, drinking from the fire hose gold that Takara yes. just gave. To, gave <laughs> rapid to, uh, fire, I like it. We could, uh, we could have called that the rapid fire session. I there you it. go. <laughs> there you go. It, that was just tremendous. And uh, Takara mentioned earlier on, there's so many great free tools for checking keywords, for checking rankings, all the, all the things that you need to know to prepare your website so it is being easily found and, and ranked. So a uh, lot of great tools out there. So Takara, as, as we start to wrap up, uh, give us a one, top, one or two takeaways that you want people to really get from today's discussion. Yes, I really want people to know it's not about running ads. You don't have to spend a lot of money. In fact, many of these website conversion rate optimization strategies that actually companies will charge hundreds of thousands of dollars to do for you because they're so valuable, you can do yourself. So I want you to understand you do not need a lot of money to do this. And if you focus on website conversion rate optimization, it can bring in six or seven figures more in revenue every year without spending a single dollar more in advertising. And then the number two is do not advertise and waste your money on advertising if your website isn't set up to convert. Because it's just gonna, the only difference between, you know, a hundred people coming to your website, you know, who don't convert and spending money for a hundred people to come to your website who don't convert is you just spent money without any conversion. So I really, really want you to focus on this. And finally, Part of website conversion definitely is getting the email or the phone number. So you, we always want a strategy so that we can own those assets and reach out to them off of our website in other ways. I think you just you took a, a big load of bricks off everyone's back thinking, oh my gosh, I can't afford this. How am I going to afford this? I'm going to need to <laughs> take out a second, third, fourth mortgage on my home just to be able to afford this. And Takara just told you, you could do this on your own. It's just, there's so many great tools out there and it doesn't cost a fortune. And, and for everyone in the webs, in the uh, trade show space, 
website conversion is and doing doing things without proper website conversion optimization is like not qualifying that person who's in front of you that you're spending an hour talking to. <laughs> you yeah. want to make sure that you do it and it's well spent. So Takara, thank you so much. Amazing, amazing, uh, great value in information that you have shared with us today. Tell us something or tell us all about Takara uh, or t about charisma marketing. Uh, well, I'm, I'm really grateful I got to share some of my tips. It's my passion. You know, some women are passionate about shoes. I'm passionate about growing businesses online. So uh, you can find me everywhere actually online just by typing Takara Charisma, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the whole gamut. Uh, it is spelled very funny, but I'm sure we'll have that somewhere for everyone. And my agency is Charisma Marketing. And we are a an omni-channel full-service digital marketing agency with a focus on e-commerce commerce brands. Fantastic. And I will make sure that we drop all the links into into the show notes. So everyone to reach out, reach out. If you have any questions about digital, you know, you've been listening to someone who knows what they're doing. And she's got an amazing team that she works with experts that are going to be able to have, handle every part of your digital marketing and your presence online. They are just the absolute best. So check out that. And like I said, I'll drop all that into the show notes. Any last words before we wrap up? Anything you'd like to, to tell all the trade show and event professionals out there? No, I just want to give you all a big round of applause for showing up every day for yourself and for your business and for following your passion. It, if it was easy, everyone would do it. So my hat is off to you. Amen. I couldn't have said it better. Thank you so much to Cara for joining us today. <laughs> greatly, greatly appreciate your time. It was my pleasure. I had such a fun time with you, Jim. Awesome. And I as well. And everyone continue to come back, continue to learn. You learned so much today from Takara. And please continue to come back here to Trade Show University every week. Keep learning, keep improving, and keep upping your ROI. We'll see you next time.